we were talking about. Somebody has cats, and we were talking about it one time. They were like, do you like cats? And I was like, no. <laughs> I hate cats. Cats are creepy looking creatures who don't care about you whatsoever. That's true. I was obviously raised with dogs because I have emotional issues. But, <laughs> oh my god. Um, I was like, I don't like a pet who could not give a shit if I live or die. That doesn't matter to them whatsoever. And, like, they don't love you. They, you I think mean, that they do, they don't. And, and they might prefer it if you die. Right, they probably would. Because they have plenty of food then. Yeah, well, that and they finally have the place to themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's their place already anyway. They can shit wherever they, they want. They don't care. And they were like, well, my cat loves me. And I was like, really? How do you know that? And she goes, well, sometimes sometimes it'll like kill a mouse and then bring it to me and show it to me. And I went, you don't know <laughs> that that... I was like, why do you think that is? And they, and they go, well, pe- they say like it's presenting your master with a trophy. And I was like, that's... Us thinking that that's what they're doing because we're egotistical people and we all think that the whole, that the animal kingdom revolves around us. I was like, that's bullshit. I was like, I bet you they're bringing that mouse and just going, see this thing? You're next, (laughs) asshole. Okay. I'm starting small and I'm going (laughs) to, next it's going to be a pigeon and then I'm going to bite your jugular in your sleeve. First of all, your friend is right. Half right. That is the. Re- it's because you are the alpha. Like they've they've studied cats in natural habitats where they go to the cat who is the alpha and they present it with a dead animal. Like that is the reason. It doesn't mean they like you. It just means they recognize that you could kill them. <laughs> That's all that means. Is that you're clearly stronger than they are. For now. Till I bite out your jugular. And you're really stuck on that jugular. Uh, listen, it's the most vulnerable part, okay? And it's easiest for the cat to get to. It's the most vulnerable part, part of my body. <laughs> I mean, side note, it's also because I wear a jock and cup everywhere I go, so it is the most vulnerable part of my body. <laughs> I've made sure of it. Speaking of putting on costumes, how was your Halloween? <laughs> It was good. I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. The cup came in really handy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm starting the show. Comic Geek and Movie News all the time that takes to eat a good sandwich. And, um... <laughs> shit, I usually have one teed up for this. And now I'm lost. And, uh... <laughs> down a good hard cider. No, I had one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me... Okay. Comic Geek and Movie News all the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have a good, um... 
time. Pumpkin spice latte. Mm. This is fall. And um, my name is Chris Treble. As always, I'm joined with my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Uh, hello. Hey, I did that all without the stupid script that you always make me. It was very before. impressive. It was very it impromptu. Seamlessly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a professional, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, um, how did your Halloween? What did you do? I did mostly nothing. A friend came over and we just, it was an old friend we caught up. Yeah. Had a couple drinks. Yeah, I didn't do anything on the actual Halloween because, as I told you, we had gone to mm. um, that orchard, mm-hmm. which was weird because that was the one you had gone to like two mm-hmm. weeks prior or something. Yeah. Um, and I told you the story already, but I'll relay it on mic because whatever. Um, but we walked, we walked there, like you park and then you walk up and you come to the pumpkin patch or whatever the hell it's called. And I just looked around and I went, this is the whitest thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) It easily just, then we walked around for a while and it was fun and all and you know, whatever. And then we went and they sell like fresh farm produce and shit like that. And so, for this fun Halloween trip, right around when we were paying for the kale, I went, no, actually, this is the whitest <laughs> thing I've ever done. Buying it's kale taken, from an orchard. Buying, a kale, <laughs> buying kale from an orchard as a holiday treat. <laughs> Such a Caucasian, it's unbelievable. Meanwhile, I get cheesecake and donuts. You got some donuts, too. I did. I got a dozen donuts, and I, th- I told you this, I got a dozen donuts because I bought, we bought them on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll bring them, we're going to record soon. And so I'll bring the donuts to the thing. It'll be nice. And then I didn't do the math of, of days in my head. And I was like, oh, these will be stale by the time we record. So I should just eat all of these. Like, did, not like, oh, these are just, I guess I'll just throw these away. Like, I'm like, no, I have to now eat a dozen did donuts. Did they make it to New York? They, some of them. Okay. I would say... Half of them? That's impressive. I would not have... I might be being generous to yeah. myself. I might be embellishing that story yeah. to make myself look better. Sure. I want it, I want it to be You're half like, there of were, them. There were definitely six left. I may have ordered six dozen. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I really want it to be half. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm sure so does my cardiologist. <laughs> but I can't say that with any amount of certainty. Yeah. It could have been four. Okay. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> and then my wife was also like, why didn't you just share some of the donuts with the other people then? And it was like, we're getting a fucking divorce. <laughs> what are you, an idiot? Come what? on, I'm not giving donuts away. Honey. Come on, you fucking moron. Mm. Um, Speaking of, yes, has your no. wife... No. Okay, so right. yes, as always... I don't think we did this last episode. We did, we haven't, we haven't touched in a couple episodes. Mm. So, I mean, then there was a slight development in it um, to the point of... She said, I'm not going to listen. I'm never going to listen to the podcast. She I said that? S- she was like, I don't think I'm ever going to listen to the podcast. I said, I really would like it if you listen to the podcast. She's like, I don't think I'm going to ever do that. I said, will you listen to one episode of the podcast? And she said, yes, but only if you download it for me. Well, yeah, we you discussed this last time we talked yeah. about it, that you downloaded and it. And I downloaded it for her, and she listened to, I think... 15 minutes of the episode, and again, I think I'm being generous on this, I think 15 minutes of the episode, and then promptly didn't finish it 
and then and still has not <laughs> decided and, Gilmore Girls would be a better yeah use of her she time. I guarantee you that's exactly what she put on is she put on Gilmore Girls and the, probably an episode she's seen twenty times yep and has never listened to it and I said how how much did you listen to it and she's like I listened to like 10, 15 minutes and I was like. And, That's four. And then she, and then That's she, four and a half yeah, the, at best. And then she, she said something like, I mean, I got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Uh, that was it. That's marital <laughs> bliss for you, everyone. I get the idea. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I get the idea. I'm glad she does, because we're still working it out. Yeah, I, she, we <laughs> should ask her about it, because I don't fucking know We should bring her on. <laughs> Have an interview. That would be... A disaster. That would be the shortest interview in the world. Because she'd be like, you people are stupid. What are you doing? This is ridiculous. She would not be wrong. You would be wait. You are wasting your time. Yep. And then she'd turn to me and go, this is what you spend your nights doing instead of being with me? Just drinking and drinking. Yeah. And then in the middle of the interview, she'd probably just turn on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah. I would too, though. That's what that's I usually true. do. Yeah, that's true. Uh I really like that one where the troubadour gets famous. Yeah, and you've all said that. Troubadour. That's such a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, the new ones are coming soon. They are. I'm. We're worried. We. Are, did you see uh, the trailer for it? Mm-hmm. What did you think? I'm worried. Why? They all. I'm, look, worried if, I'm wondering if we're worried for the same reason. They all look like they've run off and gotten real acting skills, but I'm I'm worried that they're not going to be an ensemble as well as they were. I. It's not so much the real acting skills. I think they've run off and gotten money. Like if you remember, this was Gilmore Girls was. This is a really weird turn this podcast has taken. If you remember, the Gilmore Girls were on the WB. Oh, were they? They were on the WB, not even the CW. I think the last season was on the CW mm. um, or on UPN. I've only I'm seen sure. it on Netflix. <clears throat> but they were on the WB, mm. and so they had no dollars mm-hmm. to spend on that on that show. Right. And so, like the sets and things, kind of show it. Right. Um, Even all, the, well, the acting, <clears throat> I would say too. Like the actors they could get on there, like as guest stars, were not like you're not having like special guest star. Blah, I don't even blah. mean the the guest stars, just in general. The lead cast it was a little. Was not, they they're little, not great in it. Yeah, they're, they're not they're, polished. They're really good as ensemble actors. Yes. there's not a star among them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say that the two Gilmore Girls, even them, I couldn't see them starring in a big budget. Yeah, okay. Hollywood. I'll give you that. You know, I don't know that it would be worth it. I don't think time. Scott Derrickson's gonna be Right. Gonna be yeah, starting yeah. on anything. Although he did one of the Saw movies, I guess. Oh yeah. So that counts. That's true. Um but yeah, but it now looks like they've gone off and gotten like Netflix money. Mm-hmm. And so now all the sets are like actual places. Yeah. And the color palette seems a little different. Yeah, but it's that's very, what I mean. It's brighter. <clears throat> it's actually yeah. like they they look like they go to actual locations yes. and not just Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a fake yeah. neighborhood. Because one of the things that I kind of love about it is, like, even in the winter scenes, the trees have leaves. Mm. This is in... Where are they at? They're in Connecticut, Connecticut right? Yeah. I want to say New Hampshire, but that's no, not it's right. That's Connecticut. Um, they're in Connecticut. And in the dead of winter, <laughs> green trees. <laughs> and now they have, like, money, so now there's, like, no leaves on the tree yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah. That makes that's sense. That's the thing that it works. It doesn't have the same feel as yes, the other shows. definitely. Um... <clears throat> Cool, that was a weird intro. So I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think that works perfectly yeah. fine. Um, you want to get to the news? Yeah, let's I get got to a the bunch news. of news. Do you have? I have a bunch, a bunch of news. Great. I don't know how much. You I don't. Have. I don't think I have it. Excellent. Then it's just gonna be me. All right. So, <clears throat> um, 
let's see, what do we... Oh, all right. Well, I got a little bit of both. So as always, I have Marvel news. I have DC news. The choice is yours. Which would you no, like to start No, it's not. With? Yes, it is. It's the choice not is, my choice. I am always giving you a choice. The choice is always yours. It is always up to you. What do you want to start with? We can do either one. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I did my due diligence for this show. I looked up a bunch of news, some with DC, some with Marvel, and all you have to do is choose one. There's no wrong choice in this. You know how I can tell you're lying? How? Because you have not stopped talking for the past 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lying. But go ahead. Okay. I'll, fine. I'm going to stop talking. Go ahead. You choose. It's your choice. I'll stop talking. I'm going to stop talking right now. You choose. It's your choice. It's no problem. It's fine. I'm going to cut all of this out. Whatever you want. Just do whatever. I'm going to keep talking so much you can't cut it out. <laughs> it's going to be impossible to have a good cut. I'm going to just keep talking. I'm just going to loop it so yes. there's like four of you at once. Yes, I hope so. Um, uh, Marvel. Wait, sorry. I wasn't ready. <laughs> sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared at all. I was not prepared at all. Sorry. Can you give it... <laughs> <laughs> give me I just noted give me give, alright give me right, one right, more right. time alright all ready alright yeah. here we go ready DC Comics too bad I want to talk about the Incredibles um that was not worth that joke uh, it very rarely is or ever will be um so the Incredibles 2 yeah it's been announced um I mean that's old notes that's not the well, news so yeah, yes. yeah it's been announced I thought you were gonna say it's been announced that X Y and Z yeah uh so it was announced um, they had a release date for it. The release date was June 21st, 2019. That is now switched with Toy, Toy Story 4. Okay. And so the new release date... December now... 2016. December 2016. Come on. Nope. Come sorry. On. But it is sooner. November 2016. Nope. Sooner no. than... Okay. No, you're not understanding. When I say sooner, you, you're not letting me finish here, bud. All right? Okay. Sorry. Okay. It's June... 15th, 2018. Hmm. So it's pushed up by an entire year. And a That's couple nice. Of yeah. So they basically what they did is they swapped Toy Story 4 with Incredible Stories. Uh, fuck me. Swapped Toy Story 4 with Incredibles 2. So Toy Story now is June, 19, June 2019. Incredibles Are 2. Are you having a stroke? I might be. I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, which would, I mean... Which would you rather see? Another Toy Story or another Incredibles? I mean, another Incredibles. Yeah. I'm... I'll be honest. I haven't seen the third Toy Story yet. I'm told it's the best one. It has not been ruined for me, so it I need to do that pretty quick. will make you cry. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, I didn't think... I went into that movie going... That might be the main reason I haven't seen it yet. I mean, Pixar is great, and, yeah. and a lot of Pixar can make me cry. Like, Inside Out just makes me bawl. Yeah. Big, dumb Up. tears. Up is another one. Yeah. The beginning of Up makes everyone cry unless you're dead. Unless you're Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, and even then. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, so I, I did go into Toy Story 3 thinking it's another Toy Story. It's, an, it's a sequel. Yeah. So this will be a fun romp, but I'm not <laughs> expecting much out of this. Um, and the end of it. Silly boy. Yeah. There's, of course, that, oh, that whatever Pixar moment they choose where you just go... Son of a bitch. Well, I've had a good run. Yeah. yeah. I was, well, I was a man for a while, and now I'm not. Um, but yeah, I, as much as I love, I, I actually don't want a Toy Story 4, I think because I love Toy Story 3 so much, um, hey. it, it rounds it out so well. They've only gotten better. One, two, three. They have, although I have not seen two. Mm. Did you see two? Mm-hmm. How was it? Um, if I'm honest, yeah. 
I think it's worse than the first one. Yeah. The general consensus is that it's better than the first one. Really? Yep. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. All right. Um, but Incredibles 2, I'm over the moon about. Yes. And if we get it a year sooner, even better. Yep. Like, that movie is fantastic. Yep. Um, underrated. Highly underrated. It's the most forgotten, I would say, of Pixar's movies. It, yeah, I think it is. And also, it, I think it holds a place that it doesn't get enough credit. Um, I think it, I would credit it with kind of kickstarting yeah, the, the cinematic atmosphere the interest, that we're in. The, yeah, yeah. the cinematic interest in comics. In comics. And, and in just in superhero films in general. Definitely. I mean, if you can take... That's a tough thing to do, to take original superheroes, an original universe yeah. created in a two-hour time span. Yes. And then have a, uh, a genuine interest for it. Well, that's something people always say, too, is that it's basically the Fantastic Four. It is, but way, way, way better. I well, think we, better than the movies. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think we kind of talked about this in, in an episode before, but what I love about it is it's the Fantastic Four put into a James Bond movie. Yes. It's yes. a merging of two genres that... Definitely. It's two, taste, two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah. It's two genres you would not expect to go well together that do. That just go hand yeah. in hand. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited. I mean, there's been no casting. There's no anything about anything. Just, Hopefully they'll just get most of the it. original cast back. I would imagine they would. I'm sure Craig T. Nelson isn't doing much. No offense. He's had a good run. Hopefully he, Jason Lee comes back. That would be... I almost said incredible, and then I don't want to make the pun. But it would be, that would be really good. Yeah. But even just getting the, the, original, the original four. Guys, yeah. um, Do you think it's going to take place? So how long? It's been 10 years, is that right? By the time this comes it out. It will have been 10 years? Yeah, it might have been more. Yeah. Yeah, no, it would actually be more. So do you think it's going to be... 10 years later? Yeah. I kind of hope not. Yeah. I kind of... Okay, do you want it to pick up right after the end of Incredibles 1? Or do you want it to pick up like a little bit later on? I think I'd rather it be real time. Because I'd, really? like, I'd like to see Jack-Jack have a personality. See, I don't... I kind of don't. Hmm. I like... I, I like the four of them as a cohesive unit. Um, I like the introduction of Jack-Jack yeah. and like his powers... And so I'd be interested interested to age him a little bit as far as like sure. one two like a toddler like let's let's really see because what's really um, captivating about that movie is the family dynamic and how you work as a family unit unit and the them coming together and yeah. when you have an infant in the family every phase of that infant's growth changes your changes your family. You know what I mean? The terrible yeah, yeah. twos and things like that. Oh, I see. So How you function so, as a family. So if you're going to make a universe out of this, like uh, if you're going to keep If you're going to keep movies. going, let's see, like, you don't have to base it all strictly around Jack-Jack's age. No, that's a good idea. But you know what I mean? Like, I, you're skipping a lot of really good meat. I like that idea better. But I will say, I would really like to see the parents be 10 to 12 years older and see them still fighting crime with right. gray hair. I, yeah, I would like to see that story. I don't think I'd like to see it for two. Yeah. I'd like to see it for That's like a a three or a four. Yeah. You know, down the line. Because again, with that family, a, a kind of the way... Have you seen Inside Out? Yeah. Okay. So kind of in the, in the way that Inside Out is about growing up. Yeah. You can you can do this with this family. We can grow up with this family. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, and see all the different phases of like this is what a family is and this yeah. is how it changes and how you have sure. to adapt well i was going to compare it to um, the harry potter movies and how each year 
the cast got they an, got a older. Year old, you have yeah. to deal with that, and you deal, and it's just as much a story about growing up yeah. in and growing into yourself as it is. They're really good in those movies with the micro details of like, now he's 10. Right. What does that mean? Now he's 11. How is that that different different from 10? 10? Yeah, exactly. I love that we have spent the last 20 minutes talking about The Incredibles and Gilmore Girls. Yep. (laughs) Why not? Nothing better to talk about. Nope. Except for this. Hey, um, David Kep, who is writing the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah. Has come out and said that George Lucas is not involved at all. Listen, yes. that is the most shocking thing I've ever heard okay. in my entire life. Ever. You sound thoroughly unshocked by this. No, I'm so shocked. Um, in all honesty, is this a bad thing? Is this a good thing? Okay. This is the best thing to happen to Indiana Jones. Do you really think so? Yes. Okay. Why? George Lucas is a hack. George Lucas is everything Those are that is wrong. strong words. He's everything that's wrong with everything he's created. Okay. Um, obviously, I'll support you in the Star Wars universe. Okay. Part of me would like George Lucas involved in this. And here's why. I don't want him... I don't want him heavily involved. <laughs> okay. I don't want him writing a script. Right. What do you want him to do? I'd like him to develop a very rough outline of the story. He could play Indiana Jones's dad. He could play Indiana Jones's dad. I'd like him to do that instead. No, I'd like him to... I Like, the thing about that's different from... Okay, obviously there are big problems with what Lucas has done with Star Wars. There are big problems with what Lucas has done to Indiana Jones. With the last one. With the fourth Even one. Even the second one. Temple but th- but of that's Doom? the thing. Okay, th- this is the point I was going to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about Indiana Jones, as far as where Lucas is involved, is, is this one is... He kind of plays this, always plays this a little more to the chest. Temple of Doom came at a time when both he and Spielberg were going through divorces, they've said, and that's why it's a darker tone. So I like the idea that this guy is actually like emotionally involved in doing something with this character. It's not even that dark of a movie, Right, really. but it's a darker tone than, than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Barely. It's a little more screwed up. I mean, they're dealing with child slavery. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I guess. But in the first one, there's also there's people's faces are melting. There's Nazis. Yeah, but that's just fun. They're dealing yeah, with but the, it's, uh, when Nazis with, melt, it's fun. They're when dealing chi- with, when children listen, are They're insane. dealing with the, the murders of six million Jews in the first one. They're not dealing with that at all. <laughs> that You are watching that movie incorrectly if you think that that's what they're dealing if, with. If I think that's what the Nazis did. That's what the Nazis did, not... Indiana Jones Nazis. It's two different Nazis. That's not true. How many Nazis can I put into this podcast? Why every you, you other wanna, episode do we end up talking about Nazis? You want to play a game of Yahtzee? <laughs> Nazi Yahtzee? <laughs> not Yahtzee. Um, yeah, Nazi. No, I think I think it's clear that with the Star Wars universe, he became emotionally uninvolved. He just kind of became detached. I don't think that's what happened, way. though. Have you ever seen the Plinket reviews? The long, there's like a seven part. No, you've told me about them a lot. All right, then I'm going to assign that at some point as well. Um, It's great. I mean, it's pretty quick. It's an hour. But he gets, I mean, that's what was, I think that's what the problem was with with, with the prequels. I think you'd change your mind if you saw this. Because there's a lot of background footage. I changed my mind for no one. (laughs) 
Not even yourself? Nope. You're like, fuck me. <laughs> There's... I've said it once, I'll say it again. <laughs> fuck me and the horse I rode in on. So, in this background footage, he has a lot of enthusiasm for the movies. And right. he's like talking to everybody and he's like, look, it's going to be great. We've got this design and this right, design. Right, right. We've got all this. It's too much enthusiasm, if you ask me. Okay. But that's why I like him being kind of tangentially involved sure. and not fully involved. Okay. I love it because he'll come, I think he'll come up with a good MacGuffin. Eh. I think he'll come up with um, a good kind of... I'm over MacGuffins. Every Indiana Jones movie has had a MacGuffin. That's what the fucking point of the movies are. That's not the point of the That's movie. the point of the an point Indiana of movie. Jones movie. No, it isn't. What's the point of an Indiana the Jones movie? The point of an Indiana Jones movie is following a man who is just a normal guy doing outrageous things. In order to save someone or That's something. the point of every movie. You're an idiot. Not, and I'm right. It's not the point. And I end this podcast now. <laughs> Except I don't. We have like two, a lot of minutes left. Yeah, so true. let's keep going. Alright. But um. No, I think this is the best thing they could have done. I'd like to see him involved tangentially. I, I'd like to see him go, Hey George, what do you think the next object Indiana Jones should go get is? And then he says... Um, Excalibur, and then we move on from there. No, Excalibur would be a terrible choice, and it's one he would pick. <clears throat> it is one he would pick, and I'd be uh, interested to see it no. over an alien head, which I'm pretty sure was him. No, I think that was Frank Marshall. Uh, I don't know. They're all bad. They're all good. Temple of, Do- <laughs> Temple of Jones is so bad. It's... <laughs> Indiana Doom and the Temple of Jones. What about The Last Crusade? So that one, I feel like, should have been bad and was somehow pretty good. It's great. I it love is. that it one. It might it's, be my favorite I think one. it's my favorite, too. But it should have been bad. No, it's Sean great. Sean Connery. <laughs> it's brilliant. That's a br- that's an inspired choice. All right. All right. Anyway, fine. I'm moving on. You're right. I'm, you're wrong. I'm right. I'm did, never, did you say I'm right? I said it subconsciously. I'm Shut just, up. I'm just going to cut that part <clears throat> and loop it. I hate so you. So it's just you saying, you're right. You're right. Um, you're right. Uh, so we've talked about this series uh, a couple of different times. Star Trek Discovery. Yes, it's going to be coming in. I think it's May. I forget what the. I forget if there's a premiere date. Um, Brian Fuller was one of the creators of it. Yep. He put together a really nice writing room. Awesome. Uh, Nicholas Myers uh, wrote uh, Wrath of Khan and. Oh yeah. Um, wrote the good ones. Right. The good ones. He wrote the good ones basically. Yeah. Um, a couple other people were involved in it. Um, Brian Fuller, no longer the showrunner on Star Trek Discovery. Oh. Yeah. So I What happened? I don't know. I think that he's got a lot of things boiling. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> he's he's very into Sudoku and um I'm not sure. But I know he has a couple of projects on the burner. Um <clears throat> apparently he's still involved. He's not out completely. Okay. I think he's just stepped back as showrunner. Right. Yeah. Um and some of the other writers have stepped... I forget what their names are. I could look it up, but... Um, Doesn't matter. Nah. Um, but they have stepped in as showrunner. He's still executive producer. Um, so we still have that going. And we still have a pretty strong writer's room. But what I find interesting about this series is that it's coming in, like, May. Oh. Yeah. It's coming soon. That's real quick. And there has been no casting... Do you think they're just going to drop the whole thing at once? That Well, I don't know. He, this is what, kind of my question to you. Do you think it's, this is going to inevitably, inevitably get bumped? Not permanently. I just meant bump back. Because there's been no casting. They just suffered a... I, guess, I would call it a setback. A as hit. Him, yeah, they took a hit. They took a hit. I mean, it's going to be... It's going to... There's going to be some transition time now. Do you want my opinion on... Yeah. I think it's... I think more likely 
it's just going to turn out to not be very good because it's been rushed. Yeah. You, so you think it'll make bumped. the May date and just not be that great? Or at least close. I didn't mean at, for that to at, rhyme. At worst, June. Okay. And it's just going to be weird and okay. disjointed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I really have high hopes for this. Um, as we've said before, I'm a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with it. Um, the fact that all these really good Star Trek names are involved and science yeah. fiction writers are involved. It's a big deal. It's a big deal and it's it's good quality. Um, everything I've heard about this series, like everything they've revealed of what this series is going to be or what they want it to be, sounds like the best Trek series ever. It really does. Yeah. That being said, the fact that we have not had hard announcements for this, like no casting, no real... I mean, we've had a logo and we've had a shot of what the ship looks like yeah and some really vague descriptions of what the structure is going to be right we haven't had anything yeah that's a little and it's disheartening yeah it's november now (laughs) yeah and they got to get on i mean they want months or something yeah they want i think 13 episodes now this is going to be it's going to be streamed but i think cbs is going to release this week to week wow but it's still like to not even have a pilot going yet. Yeah, that's. I mean, not I, good. I'd say at this point there's a pretty high likelihood that they won't have their last episode finished when their first episode goes up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Actually, I would. I would definitely agree with that. So yeah, so that's uh, slightly disheartening news. Even I, as a middling Star Trek fan, I'm like, nah. That's yeah, too that's bad. that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's some good news. Yep. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. You know who's confirmed for season two? Eleven. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes, Eleven has been confirmed. Uh, she is coming back. They have that said. How they don't? Really yeah, it could be a flashback stuff. or something. Could be a flashback. Could be. I don't think it's gonna be a cameo. I think it'll be more than a cameo. But I think um, if it's a flashback, it'll probably be a cameo. I mean, it'll it'll be <clears throat> sort of a, at supporting at best. Like she'll just be in the background. And I think they're gonna go to the um, what do you call it? The under. The upside down. The upside down. I think they're going to go to the upside down and she's going to be there. Yeah. That's she's going to just been living in the upside down the whole time. Maybe she'll be queen of the upside. She just rules with a. T- I wish she's the villain and she just rules with a tyrant <laughs> iron fist. And she's just ruling the upside down. With a bald head. Yeah, they're like, what's up, Eleven? And she's like, silence! It'd be amazing. Um, you should write this. Yeah, sure. Why not? I could do it. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other. Um, they had already announced. I don't think we talked about this, but they'd already announced some new people. Um, Sadie Sink, who's in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, mm. is on there. And um, I'm going to mess up this first name. Dacker Montgomery. I think it's pronounced Dacker. D-A-C-R-E. Smith Montgomery. Smith Montgomery. That's a good um, name. Yeah. Smith Montgomery. Who's playing the Red Ranger in the new Power oh, Rangers okay. movie. It's been announced. Oh, no. They do have characters in script. Uh, Sink is playing a suspicious tomboy named Max. And Montgomery will play her older, hyper-confident ladies' man stepbrother, Billy. Jesus. <laughs> hyper-confident ladies' man. So they're just replacing the other hyper-confident ladies' man. Well, yeah, except he's still in season. it, presumably. Yeah, so... Is that, it, that worries me a little bit. 
By the so way, it's going to be a battle of the hyperconfident <laughs> ladies, man. Have you seen the stuff about how that guy looks exactly like Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec? Oh, I have. And <laughs> and that Ben Schwartz is his son. It's amazing. And I fully support it yeah, and believe too. it, too. They do they as well. exactly alike. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, They've done fake interviews as well where they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, but they're wearing the same outfit and sitting the same way. Yeah, I <laughs> saw that article before I actually watched Stranger Things. And then from then on, I was like, yep, it's Ra- canon. It's Ralph Amaccio. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's, no, is that no? You Ralphie, say Ralph Macchio. It's not Ralph Macchio. Yeah, he's the karate Ralphie, kid. <laughs> it's Ralphie something. I forget what the character. It's name like Ralph Jean Pierre. Yeah, like some weird. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Next so thing. that's that's <laughs> next thing. Moving on. Um. <laughs> the Flash has a movie coming out. Yeah? Yeah. Ezra Miller? <clears throat> Ezra Miller is the Flash. It's still going to be the Flash. Rick... Um, this is a hell of a day for names today. Uh, Famuiwa? Rick Smith. No, uh, no, no. You don't get that no, one. Just, that one you got to pronounce. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you don't get to use Smith with that one. Fam... Famuiwa. I... F-A-M-U-Y-I-W-A. Take a crack at it. Go. Johnson. Yeah, okay. Um, he's the director of The the Flash. Yeah, um, the movie. Yeah, The Flash movie. Uh, except he's not now. So, oh. Yeah, no. So he's <laughs> the, um, let's see, he's the second director of this movie oh. to leave the movie. Did he give a reason? Creative differences? Yep, creative differences. Yeah. Jesus. Um, the first director of this movie was Seth Graham Smith, oh. who... Uh, Wait, created... is his last name actually Smith? No, it is actually. It's <laughs> Seth Graham hyphen Smith. Okay. <laughs> um, he was the guy behind um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. Um, no, I think he like wrote... The... I think he wrote the book, Pride uh, and Prejudice okay. and Zombies. As well as had a hand in the movie. Yeah. I've, he was I've gonna... not heard a good thing about either of those. Um he was going to direct it originally, and then he stepped out for creative differences. And now this guy stepped in. He's the director of a movie called Dope. Oh. You know the movie? Yeah. I haven't seen it, I'm but I've astounded. heard nothing but really good things. I'm astounded he... That's what I was going to say. I'm amazed he agreed to do Flash, yeah. actually. It's a very different... It was kind, kind of, of really... I would actually say it was kind of a big get for, for The Flash. Cause yeah. Because he was he's a really credible director at yeah. this moment. Um, and really hot. He's now left for direct for creative differences. What's what's really interesting to me is it, Warner Brothers must be just screwing the pooch on this because the script is by Lord and Miller. <sighs> so you know it's got to be a quality script. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah. way the script is bad. Yeah. So Warner Brothers has to be stepping in on all of these directors and being like, we want this and this and this, and they're like, no, I'm not. Screw this. Yeah. This isn't worth the time. Could be. I mean, maybe after all this time, we've been blame, blaming um, Zack Snyder and it's just Warner Brothers. I mean, that's a fair point. Now yeah. that we see what's going on. With well, and we watch Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that, I think it's a little column A and a little column B. Yeah. I think that, <clears throat> I think that Zack Snyder did something with Man of Steel. Warner Brothers liked it. And then I don't know what's everybody to do. A Zack Snyder thing. I gotcha. And everyone's going, nah, I don't want to do a Zack Snyder thing. That's a Zack Snyder thing. Meanwhile, Zack Snyder is doing a Zack Snyder thing. And Warner Brothers is going, that's great. Do whatever you want. Yeah. 
and no, they're sure. encouraging Could him be. to go off on a tangent yeah. and not letting anybody do anything. Yeah, it's possible. Um, <clears throat> my question to you is the reason Lord and Miller are not directing this is they're doing the young Han Solo movie. But with, oh. this, with this second director dropping That's out... That's a better choice. <laughs> it is a better choice. But what my, my thought is, with the second director dropping out, this almost inevitably pushes this movie back. Do you think if it gets pushed back, we got a chance of getting a Lord and Miller Flash movie? No. And if so, do you want to see it? The answer to the first question is no. The answer to the second question is yes. But the reason they won't do it is because Warner Brothers doesn't know how to make a good DC Comics movie. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> In fact, it's probably their idea. I would be I would be more than certain that they have chosen not to let that direction take they, place. Because they did have... I think they actually had a choice at one point. Because they wrote both. They wrote both. And I think they had a choice. You can do Young Han Solo or you can do Flash. And they went Young Han Solo. Now, part of that, I'm sure, is how many chances do you really get a ch- to, to play in the Star Wars universe? There's only one. Whereas a DC universe, they're going to reboot a thousand times over. Well, you also have a better chance of your art being good. In a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, there's only... They're not going to... I mean, I don't think they're going to reboot the Star Wars universe. Not anytime soon. Exactly. But the DC universe, they'll totally... I mean, how many Batman have yeah. we seen? Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, so they can they can always take another crack at it down the line, whereas yeah. this one, they, they really can only get one shot at it. Um, I would love it. I think it ups our chances slightly, but not enough that it's actually going to happen. I don't, again, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to happen. And maybe the way the reason I think it ups our chances is because I want it to up our chances. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is just not... I, I really think that it's... I think the chances are better than good that DC Comics had the option to have them direct and was like, mm, pass. No. Yeah, pass. Yeah. yeah. Let's just get Zack Snyder again. <clears throat> my, my, I guess the other thing I'll say about it is, and then I'll leave it at this, is that... I really hope this does get them a chance to direct it because it's their script and they have a very distinct um, like a style. style that is very good. Yeah. But if you get someone in there, if you get a lot of people in there dicking around with it, it's going to completely ruin it. Yep. Whereas if you get the guys who wrote it who are also directing it, you kind of get a defense on two fronts. If the studio comes in and says, we want this, this, and this, and they're like, no. We wrote and we're writing and directing. Like this is our movie. I understand this is your property, and we'll bend a little bit. But this is, you know, this is what you hired us for to make this movie. Yeah. Um, oh, this is fun. Um, Jessica Jones. So we got Jessica Jones news. We got Defenders news. Oh. Um, Jessica Jones. It was announced recently, season two. All of the episodes are going to be female directed episodes. It's a good call, probably. It's a great call. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, for obvious reasons, I, I understand why this show of all the shows would get it. I, I would rather just all of their shows and movies be half and half. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> but I love the idea of start? like, I love, I love the idea of them taking responsibility and saying, you know, we know the problem in Hollywood yeah. as far as female directors go. As sure. far as females in general go. Yeah. But uh, I, I would even argue specifically female directors have it 
harder. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say harder. Depends. Do you know what the, I'm it, saying? I do, but it depends on the genre. Because yeah. look at name me a female-led superhero movie. No, I know yeah. what you're saying, but there are. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like no, no, I, I definitely the number of female directors. It's, that it's roughly the same. It's roughly the same. Yeah, yeah. I guess percentage-wise, it would be roughly the same. Yeah. But that being said, the I think a director community is smaller than an actor community. Yes. So therefore, it it feels. Like even less of a chance to have direct to have females shine in yeah. that aspect of the industry. Well, and directors, I get the feeling as well. They're that they're normally picked by producers, like who call in their buddies to have some right. scotch, and they all sit around a table and talk a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think you're thinking of the 30s. Oh, I might be. Yeah, you might be. I like. I think. <laughs> but like for real though, yeah. can, can you imagine? Like, if you were a producer, yeah, would you like hold auditions for directors? Or would you just look at your buddies right. and be like, hey, you'd be good at this. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I think that I think the problem in Hollywood is it's a vicious cycle. And I think this is I mean, this is a larger issue. But the problem is it's it, you know, a lot of the executives are males. Um, a lot of basically what I'm trying to say is when you're creating a story, you you look for yourself. Sure. And you and you um uh and you gravitate towards stories like that. And so if you're a male and you're in charge, you're going to gravitate towards stories that speak to you. And those are male-driven stories. That's and true. the people that you'll trust with those stories are people you feel empathize what you're feeling, which are ten- which tend to be male. Well, and know, so it becomes this vicious cycle. I, of- I would go further than that and say even that, you know, this country and... Man, we're really getting political. But yeah. this country and this um, uh, vocation in general right. is incredibly male driven driven so the money tends to go to men in general right so when you get producers they are likely to be men right in general people tend to hang out more with people who are like them that's what i'm saying right yeah. and so they tend to, the and people with the money it, yeah. are more likely to be men right. and they're more likely yeah. to. and if you're in an artistic de- endeavor you're right. more likely to gravitate towards something like you yes like so you would I, pick a script, so that, you would is pick male a script that is male oriented yeah. and then you want someone who can who can capture that script to direct it, and that's probably going to be a male, yeah. and it gets into. But I would even I would even go even further and say that just like if you've got a producer who's friends with uh, Steven Spielberg and Chris Pratt, right, and that person's like, you know what, you two would actually work well together. They might start looking for scripts that could yeah, feature those absolutely. two because they're more likely to have friends that are male than female. Absolutely, yeah. But I love. I love this idea that they have now kind of kicked it up a notch as far as knowing and being very conscious of what their responsibility is. I don't even say responsibility, but what their role is in this industry to have a female led show and a female led superhero show. So you're already um, going into a male driven genre in a male driven industry with a female driven character. Well, and Jessica Jones has just proven Sony uh, incorrect with their leaks that right. happened a while ago that said female-led storylines just don't do well. Yeah, Jessica Jones is the best well, one, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. opinion. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so now they've upped it and they said, you know what, we did this in front of the camera. Yeah. Now let's do it behind. Yes. Um, which is great. Which is fantastic. And I think it's going to... I think by doing this... Um, season two is gonna i don't think it's just gonna be better than season one Mm. after hearing this news i was like i think jessica jones season two is gonna be the best best marvel season ever i think i really think it'll be the most cohesively um narrative i think it's gonna work really well because you're gonna have similar voices building on one another i don't predict that but 
I would not be surprised if that happened. Yeah. I think there's just a good... Overall, I think there's just a good energy going into this yeah. by doing this, you know? Well, I th- again, you know, I think it depends on who they get. Because if it's still <clears throat> male-led, then are they going to be picking... You know, it's the same problem we get. One of the main reasons that superhero movies that are female-led do so badly is because men are casting. And they tend to cast people who are more attractive than they are talented. Right. So, like, are as long as we get people who are just... Who are right for the job, regardless yeah. of their gender. If they happen to be female, that's fantastic. Um, but as long as those all-female directors are right to direct those episodes, right. then great. Well, what I would say is this. I think the thing it has going for it in that aspect is that because this is a season two, yeah, all the principal players are already cast. Mm. You know, um, I don't know who the villain's going to be. Yeah, I don't and know. obviously they're going to be some... Matt Smith. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I mean, that'd be amazing, actually. If they just kill off a Doctor Who <laughs> yeah, every season, every season. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Um, but uh, the fact that, you know, and there's some other um, ancillary characters that, that obviously have not been cast because they probably haven't even been written or conceived of yet. But for the most part, the principal cast are there. There's Jessica, there's, um, what's her face, the best friend, uh, the radio Sister? show host. Patty. Patty, yeah. Um, and there's a uh, heroin guy, and there's um, <laughs> typhoid Mary, and um, she. That's I'm not even. That's not even a joke. Doesn't she go on to become typhoid Mary? The sister of the so. kid who died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she. I think I, that's an Easter egg that she goes on to become typhoid Mary. I think you're right. Um, and you know a couple others, but like if Nuke comes back, he's already done. He's already, oh yeah, that's you right. know they like they, these characters. The, yeah. You're set yeah. with this cast. Yeah, they um, got plenty. Matrix girl. Uh, hold on. Oh, Jerry Hogarth yeah. is the character name. Jerry yeah, Hogarth. Yeah, yeah. You always um, forget she's in that. Yeah, but she's and she's really good in that. But yeah, they, those great. characters are done, so they yeah. casted those already. So you don't, have, you know, that obviously can happen with a lot of the ancillary characters and some of the other characters. But you don't. What you said about, and I agree with you about males tending to cast more attractive than yeah. intellectual. But at least the the main focus of the show, sure. it's done. I, I was speaking more to, to they could do the same thing with directors. Hey, I'm going to have to be around this person a lot. Do I want oh, someone who's talented or do I want someone who's attractive? True. But uh, but again, what you have going is the creator of the show who is, I don't know if she's the showrunner. Yeah, I think but... she, wrote the, she wrote a pilot for ABC, I think, that okay. eventually ABC didn't want. So she sort of reworked it with Netflix. Yeah, or so I don't know if she's still the showrunner. Or, yeah. or I would. I don't know if she's... I'm sure I would she's imagine still in she's involved. In some way. So you at least, again, you have that going for yeah. you. Like, that's already set up. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, I mean, this is a really great thing. I think this is a really good sign for the quality of season two. Not just cool story. Um, but yep. I think it's a good sign for the quality of season I'm really two. interested to see what the arc is. That's what I mean. I think it's yeah. going to create a really nice cohesive arc. Yeah. Um, the other Marvel News uh, Defenders, Yeah. they added some new cast members. Sigourney Weaver is just playing all of them. Um, it is, uh, let me just check. Oh, it's all the other characters ever in the Marvel Netflix series. All Sigourney <laughs> Weaver? Pretty much. No, plus Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Oh, okay. Everybody, like, they announced... I can't imagine how much these people are going to be in it. But, like, Foggy's in, Karen Page is in, Misty Knight's in, Jerry Hogarth is in, Malcolm, the heroine guy, yeah. he's in there. Um, Sigourney Weaver's in there. The Defenders are, like, pretty. there was, at first it was, like, the first announcement was 
Karen and Misty Knight, and you're like, oh, that's cool. And then they were like, oh yeah, and everybody else, yeah. why not? Just fucking. This is this is gonna be the TV whatever. version of the Infinity Wars. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Just put yeah. them all in there. Yeah, just shove them in. Yeah. So and it's interesting. So I guess my question is, how much do you think they're gonna be in there? Because let's think about this. There's eight episodes. There's actually five <laughs> episodes less than when we got one of these people doing this. Now we've got four of them doing it, and there's five hours less of them. Fewer. Shut up. Don't be an asshole. Um, how much do you think these people are going to be in the show? I don't know, man. Um, that worries me a little bit. Not a lot, but yeah. a little bit. It's gonna be, you think it's just going to be like, here's this guy's scene, and here's this guy's scene. Here's a scene with Foggy, and then here's a scene with Karen. I don't even know if there are going to be scenes. Like, I figure, best case scenario... You know, Jessica Jones needs a lawyer, so she knocks on yeah. whatever and whatever. And... She already meets Misty Knight. They have set photos of that. Oh, great. Yeah. But so whoever knocks on the door and, like, opens it, and it's Matt Murdock <laughs> and Foggy having a conversation, and he goes, oh, Foggy, excuse me a second, and then leaves. And hopefully and that's, that's it. like it. <laughs> I will say, as far as Foggy, I hope that's it, because I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. I really can't stand Foggy. I can't. I don't know why. He was so good in the Hunger Games. Yeah, because he didn't talk. <laughs> yeah if he doesn't say anything he's yeah. great he's All amazing right. <laughs> he just there's something about him that annoys the ever-loving piss out of me it really does every scene he's in i just want to slit my own ass <laughs> oh my it's God. really bad like i have a visceral reaction to this guy he Clearly. got a little better in season two yes marginally better yep but for the most part i really hate him i think he, i just and i don't mean any disrespect to the actor but I don't find you him do good. <laughs> but he's not good I at don't, his job. I don't feel he's good at he's his He's not job. a good person, and he's not I, good he, at his I'll job. say this. I, this is unconfirmed, but he kicks puppies for, as a hobby. As a hobby? Yeah. Wow. Like, they're like, and cut, and that's a wrap on Foggy, and he just <laughs> kicks a pug. <laughs> oh, a pug, Yeah, too. and they're the cutest ones they of all. They are the cutest ones of all. Son of a bitch. What else you got? Um, I think the... That's actually it. All right, actually, I, I've got throat. one thing that I thought of. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman trailer. It just came... I've not seen it. It's... I... Look. Because it just came out like right before we started DC recording. DC Comics. <clears throat> the DCEU. If anyone with any power is listening to this... Yeah. Don't fuck this up. Does it look good? It looks fantastic. Okay. This is what DC's really good at doing. They make really good trailers. They're so good. Whoever their trailer guy is, is fantastic. I'll tell you what. If that trailer guy goes to Marvel, it's all over. <laughs> because then there's just no stopping them. And whoever makes Marvel's villains goes to DC, they'll just crumble. Whoever, I mean, I'm trying to, DC doesn't have a good villain. Yeah, whoever's doing Marvel's villains. Actually, it would be I an think improvement. is doing DC's villains. <laughs> I think they're just like, it's just a villain guy. Yeah. Um, so it looks really good? Yeah. Okay. It looks, you need to watch it probably right. before you leave here. Like, we should bring it up at the end of this. Hold on. I might, I might, hold on. Might we just... should, we should probably end this pretty soon, though. We've only got, like, nine minutes left. No, we're gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it while we're on the air. I don't <sighs> care. Okay. They're gonna have to just deal with this. I'm gonna go over here, then, so I can watch it. Really? Don't come you near me. You can cast it. Do you wanna cast it? Hold on. Oh, it's right here. Look, it just comes up right here. You want to cast it? Cast the Wonder Woman movie? Yeah. No, the, the trailer. Hold on, wait. Wait. You can put it on my TV. I used to want to no, I, it's a... Wait, hold on. I don't think we can actually play this on my... I'm pretty sure we could get sued for that. I don't think anyone's it's listening that would actually sue... Yeah, but it's on Warner Brothers... Why are we even debating? Oh, we'll it watch should... it afterwards. All okay, right, it so it's good. Matter. 
because it's, it's on is, YouTube. If okay. it's already on YouTube, then it's going to be on YouTube. That's a lie. Um, wait, if it's on YouTube, it's going to be on YouTube? If it's on YouTube now, yeah. it's fine for it to be on YouTube in another medium. People do reaction videos all the time where they put the trailer in and then show themselves reacting to it because it's something that's already on YouTube. They don't want you to not share this trailer. In fact, they would love for us to share this trailer on the internet. I'm going to be honest with you. I <sighs> you didn't listen. I stopped listening. Yeah. Like, you sat down What were you thinking of? I, there's... The, Is there a there's song? crab rangoons right in front of you, and I kind of want one. So eat one. I'm not. I don't want to do it. I'm like. Um, so, uh, but you said it, it looks really good. Yes, it looks great. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> they're gonna most certainly fuck it up. Oh, they're gonna definitely cock this up royally. It's gonna be really bad. It's gonna be a real bad, guys. Uh, Everybody, buckle in because we're all gonna get our hopes really high up, and then they're just gonna kick us right in the nuts. Good thing I'm wearing my cup. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do it for us today that's we did a show we did another one we did a whole other one somehow somehow someway it's gonna be the death of us it's gonna i god i hope so all right hey oh hey before we go uh, hey andrew yep. hey andrew uh-huh. hey andrew what? where can they find they us they can find us all over the internet all over just all over the and internet we're basically everywhere just google now. search our names and all the photos that'll happen <laughs> that's actually true oh yeah so we're on twitter.com slash media lunch break we're on patreon no, no, wait, wait, what's our twitter handle well, it's it's media lunch break. It's at media lunch break. Well, yes, that's how Twitter people who are on Twitter know this. You're not on Twitter. You don't no, know. I don't know. Patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Okay. Email? The media lunch break at gmail.com. Uh, we're on iTunes. You can search for us there. Subscribe to us there. Yeah. We're on YouTube. You can subscribe to us there. We're on Google Play Music. You can subscribe to us there. SoundCloud? SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break. Subscribe to us there. You can subscribe to us there. Uh, Where are we at? Patreon? I already said that. Do we? Uh you uh, make on me Facebook? start over? Like us on Facebook? What are we at? What number? I think this is eight. But okay. now we have nine. Yeah. Nine. So we did Twitter. TheMediaLunchBreak.com. That's it. Our central website. Yeah. That's the one we forgot. Yep. And uh, you can You can listen Facebook? to us on there, too. There's you actually... Can. We've got a widget on there. Ooh. Because we're fancy like that. Um, yeah. Oh, um... Uh, thank you to Brian Kirchner for our theme song. Yep. Still using it. Still using it. <laughs> Going strong. Working yep. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? Special thanks to Chris Treble and Andrew Dunn for just being for just being awesome. Pretty cool. Just getting on mic and just eating dick and jerking off. I mean, who knows? Whatever. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do, make good choices. <laughs> Stay in school. Uh, follow or, your follow or, your dreams or not. Whatever. It's Fo- your listen. It's your life. Do what you want with it. It's your life. You can flush it down the toilet if you want. No one's the boss of you. I'm not going to judge you. Including it. your parents. Yeah. Damn it. All right. Also, if there's a guy in a van outside your playground, don't get mad. Also, Chris's wife, if you're listening. You're, you're the not li- listening. You're, you're the full li- of shit. I love you. But if you are. But if you are. You're the light of his life. The light of my life. But you're not. You're full of crap. <laughs> if you're one of my wife's friends, don't tell her. I said this. She's got to find out on her own. She's got to learn. She'll never learn if she doesn't learn on her own. That's how learning works. That's how this all goes down. Alright, kids? You never learn if you don't learn on your own. That's the catchphrase for the day. By the way, before we hang up, I, I'm thinking about... Before we hang up? You heard me. <laughs> before we hang up our, our cloaks, our You know what the worst part cloaks. of this is? We were drunker last week. <laughs> no. It made more sense. Listen, 
I'm thinking about changing our slogan from finally a podcast for nerds to something you said a while back on a podcast as a mistake. And it's when we were talking about looking up our podcast on YouTube, you said, just search our name. There's only one and there only will be. <laughs> I, I, it sounds like something I would say. And I think that's got to be our new slogan. There's only one and there only will be, guys. Uh, that's right. Straight from me. Chris Treble, crap and brilliance, <laughs> left to right. So I think that's going to be on our new card. So Can crap and brilliance be the next one? Can we just change the slogan every time? That'll be the name. We'll change the name of it to crap and brilliance. The crap and brilliance podcast? Yeah. Great. <laughs> There's only one. There's only one, and there only will be. What was it? I think I fucked it up. <laughs> that was it. There's only one, and there only will be. Excellent. All right, bye. All right, whatever. Get out of my house.